All right, now it's time to talk about our brand new sponsor, Peloton. Jason, ah. you're a big Peloton guy, right? I am a big Peloton fan. Everyone loves them. One of my favorite things to do is walk on treadmills. So I'm, I've been chopping at the bit for this tread. Is this real? I swear to God. Kylie and I ordered it probably a month ago. That a boy. Way to pump it up. Yeah. Well, 92 percenters, whether you're like Jason and trying to get in shape during retirement or just trying to add a new challenge to your training, spring is the best time to get started. Just in time for summer, baby. Warmer days are coming. How about that? That's right. Peloton's varying class lengths allow you to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add 10-minute core session at the end of your metrics-focused class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your goals. And there's also a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, marathon training, all created to grow your skills. Plus, Peloton Entertainment lets you work hard while you watch harder. Catch all of your favorite teams and streaming options like NBA League Pass while you power up your training. How about that? Get a head start on the summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. They are running out of these things. Selling like hotcakes. Where's the top five podcast? <laughs> Trying to figure out how to... Where's the top five sports podcast on all the Apple and Spotify? You get everything that you need. All right, now. You heard the main. Does that sound good or does that sound bad? Bad. All right. We're still the top five sports podcasts on Apple and Spotify. <laughs> Is that better? You keep like going away from the mic. All right. We're still the top five sports podcasts on Apple and Spotify. You just did it again. Is that not good though? Good job, though. Yeah, good We're still the top five sports podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Thank you for listening, ninety two percent of you. Thought that was funny, right? Well, I thought it was funny. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to New Heights, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment. New Heights is brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. For a limited time, order any burger and get six boneless wings for just $1. That is a deal you don't want to miss, ladies and gentlemen. Hell yeah! We are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big brother, Jason Kelsey. Uh, out of Cleveland Heights, Ohio, University of Cincinnati grads and NFL products. And our moms in Canton, who would have knew? Hey, New episodes that. come to you every Wednesday, but uh, today we are coming to you on a Monday because uh, we are currently in Kansas City getting ready for our live show. <laughs> We're going live. Subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one as Jason. Tell the 92 percenters what we got coming up. Welcome to part two of the special draft episode. We're going to continue our discussion on the NFL draft with just a few days away. And uh, a little bit later in the episode, we're going to get to an incredible conversation with the most relevant Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Brock Purdy, everyone. Pretty good. Pretty good. But first, as always, it's time for new news. New news. We're still top five sports podcast, Apple and Spotify. Yeah, thank you, 92 Percenters, for tuning in every week to the New Heights show. You guys are the best. You guys Somehow are honestly the best. Yeah. I don't know how you guys keep listening to us, but we do appreciate you guys. For sure. Let's move. Let's get to some fan art of the week, baby. Boom. Shout out to at Hubby Hubby's Helmets. Shout out to Hubby's Helmets on Twitter for uh, these incredible New Heights custom helmets. These things that? are pretty freaking sweet. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty I, the sweet. The 92%ers one is actually the Kelly like, Green. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. gangsta. I like that. That's dope. I like that. I'd wear that. I'd rock the uh, the red New Heights. You know what I'm saying? I'd rock it. I'm not a, I'm not a revolution helmet, but I rock it. I'm more of a shut guy myself. Um, <laughs> shut helmet. I'm a shut helmet kind of guy. We will send you a shipping address for those, so uh, please <laughs> don't be afraid to hand them over. Because I, I well, those one. aren't actual helmets; those are just renderings, right? No, 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 no. We'll we'll get you an address. They're real. Uh, I don't think those are real. It's it says in the tweet, "Where do we send it to?" I just know those. That picture does not look real. <laughs> That that shadow does not look like a real shadow, does it? That looks like a chat GPT. <laughs> CGI, CGI. I'm not getting fooled. They're real. Send them to my house. I'll keep them both. Appreciate you there, Hubby's Helmets. Um, we've also got an official Donna Kelsey cookies from the Delicious Cookies at Reddit. What? Say what? 
this is correct. how about that oh my gosh mom's jersey yeah this is the jersey that i got mom when oh, we nice. played you guys in 2017 and uh mm, i wanted to make sure she could represent yeah both of us but yeah. me on the me on the front that's a nice i i, I will say beautiful artwork that cookie looked like it tastes terrible. I'm just going to put it out there. When the cookies look too... Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? Like, I, the artwork, very admirable, and I really respect really all of respect the it. things people can do with food to make it look that good, but it's not going to taste good. It's it's impressive that they got the numbers. Like, those are Kansas City numbers. Yeah. Those are Eagles numbers. Yep. Like, those are pretty good. Yeah, I, like I mean, them. this is a very talented individual. Those are some pretty nifty-looking cookies. Um, I'm going to say well, that they're probably a little dry. They're called delicious cookies. You delicious cookies, so they, I mean. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we're wrong, and they are absolutely yeah, delicious. I think they might be delicious. Yeah. You, well. I'm just not a big icing guy, but hey. I love sugar, so I am. I'm in. I'm in. Send them to me. Jason doesn't want them again. I'm not... Uh, I hate to bring this up. I'm not a big creative food guy. Like like the donut stores, all the donut stores making the fucky fuck <laughs> like uh cookie monster donut and like, Oh, this is the, uh, the Daffy duck donut. And this is the cookie monster donut. And this is the root beer float donut. And this is the graham cracker s'more. Just give me a glazed donut. That's I know you're a good donut store. If you make a good glazed donut, if you don't make a good glazed donut, stop, coming up with your tricks and Instagram photos to get me into your goddamn donut shop. I ain't coming in. Shout out to all the mom and pop donut shops out there creating their own. You're such a dick. <laughs> I know you're a good donut shop when you have good coffee. When you have good coffee that I can have with a donut because donuts are donuts are going to be good. You're not you don't have a donut shop if your donuts are. Buns. Disagree. I've had I've had a lot of bad donuts. <sighs> Lot bad donuts. Guaranteed, their coffee's even worse. I don't know. I just say, like, when it comes to if you don't do the basics extremely well, I'm not going down your experimental highway. First day I come into your donut shop, I'm ordering a glazed donut and I'm getting a coffee. And if you don't nail those two things, I'm never coming back. <laughs> Top five donuts. Glaze has got to be number one, right? Glaze is that's it. I don't even put anything else in. It's I don't even offer another category. You don't. What about a blueberry glazed donut? There's glazed donut, and then there's everything else. Even Shuts old fashioned. Up. Old fashioned. You might be the original. You don't like a you maple. You lost your crown. A maple donut. I like them if they're done well. But what, so what are we glaze, talking about? Rank your top five saying, donuts. No, because it's just glazed donuts. You so you never had a powder sugar donut. You've never had all a of chocolate the other donut. donuts. This is what I'm saying. All of the other donuts are indicative on how well that place does a glazed donut. If they do a glazed donut well, usually every other donut they make is going to be good. I'm going to like it. So when they do have a good glazed donut, what are the other four donuts that you like? It depends on the place. It depends on... Depends on you are the, such the a fucking... I'm not a big... Powdered sugar is too messy. Apple fritter? It's, it doesn't taste that bad. Apple fritter, pff, no. <laughs> what about Get a good bear here. claw? No. No, no, not a fan. So, are you a Krispy Kreme guy? Krispy Kreme's good when they're when they're fresh and hot and ready. That lights on. When that lights on, yeah, it's a good donut. My uh, my favorite Actually, uh, my favorite thing. I, I like more of the off the wall kind of like one off donut stores, but I'm not a fan of cake donuts. I only like doughy donuts. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, cake donuts, that's like the fad now, everybody. And that's where most of the creative ones come from. They put like, well, if you got to put that much on top of the donut, it's not a good donut. If you can't survive on the dough aspect of your donut, you don't have a good donut. Hmm. It's got dough in it. <laughs> this is, I can't argue with that. One of my favorite things every single Friday morning. Yeah. The QBs make the, uh, the youngest QB in the room go and get donuts for the uh for the qb room but they always yeah. get like just a few more for whoever else just wanders in the qb room yep. um and i find myself wandering in there two or three times a morning on fridays and uh that's usually my uh my breakfast 
We uh, same thing I on us on our end. I love Lamar's donuts. When you come to Kansas City for the draft, Lamar's. We are going to Lamar's, or I'm getting a yellow box and I'm bringing it straight to you. Yeah, and you're going to enjoy. Donuts in it. No, it's going to have glazed donuts, and I'm going to have uh, a. I'm going to have a variety after, but there's going to be okay. at least a I dozen that. glazes that gotta you're going to roll I got to try first. the glaze first, and it's amazing. Shout out to Lamar's and KC, baby. We do the same thing, but Bay Lairs. Well, I call it Bay Lairs. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. It might be <laughs> Bay Lairs or Bay Lairs. Whatever it is, it's in Reading Terminal Market, and it is magically delicious. Mm. So next time you're in Philadelphia, we'll, we'll try that out. We that's get, smart. The training room gets a box of them every, uh, every week on Friday. That's my weakness, Every man. Friday morning. Donuts, pastries, bagels. Dude, there's a French pastry <sighs> store in Cleveland. In, um, Croissants. In Narberth. <sighs> I Real love good. a good breakfast. <sighs> Are you a regular croissant guy or a chocolate croissant guy? I think chocolate croissants are a little overrated. I like uh, I like ham and cheese croissants. This is this is kind of what I'm saying. Like you got to nail croissant. It's the same thing as in the donut world. Like the regular donut is glazed donut. The regular croissant is croissant. If you if you can't stand alone on your croissant, don't be adding chocolate to it. <laughs> don't add delicious things to something that's not good and expect me to think that the not good things all of a sudden good. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with this thought process. I can't even get into Same. it. You got to, you got to go with the original first to see if you actually like it. I'm with then it. you can explore. I'm with you it. can go down explore exploration highway. Alrighty, uh, where are we at? I've, I've thoroughly gotten lost. Are we still on Art We Art of the Week? Our last fan <laughs> art mention of the week. Uh, we've officially been painted using a football from Samantha Woj Art at Samantha Woj Art on uh, Twitter. Uh, this video was absolutely unbelievable. She drew us with a literally a, a football that she looks like she got from like Dick Sporting Goods. And the tip um, of a football. It is how does somebody learn? Unbelievable. How does one learn to do art like this? You just got to be creative as hell and see something that nobody else does. This so she's is clearly already she's she's already like traced everything out. So there's already like a, a template. And but then she's got a she's adding color to it. Wow, this is very this is impressive. That's crazy. She nailed the numbers. Look at the numbers. It's unbelievable. Look at this thing go. I love the time lapse videos. You can kind of just see it in quick form. Like this, this. I don't know if you guys know this, but this took a lot longer than what this video is portraying. (laughs) It's a little little known fact. These time lapses. That was that's unbelievable. That's amazing. That is incredible. I'm incredibly humbled. All righty. Last bit of new news. Trev, you've actually been involved with the draft in Kansas City. That's right. Returning as a Lowe's home team member this year, as I was last year. I partnered with Lowe's hey. to uh, to help deliver some some tools, some safety gear, and some supplies to the pros that uh, that need to build the NFL draft stage. And uh, obviously just um, wanted to recognize some, uh, some of those pro builders who are working hard behind the scenes at Union Station uh, down in – downtown kansas city creating the stage that is going to uh be where a lot of people reach their dreams it's a magical moment and uh i can't thank them enough for doing that and putting in all the hard work for more details check out lowes.com slash pro yeah like travis just said check out lowes.com slash pro and for all you pros that are hard at work making the NFL draft happen and building that stage. I need a sauna. So whenever you guys are done, if you wouldn't mind building me a sauna in my backyard, that'd be great. Please. I'll pay you. You know what you could do? You can go on the Lowe's app to quickly put together quotes that will instantly uh, get delivered to you. And then you could do it yourself, Jason. Lowe's has everything you need to do it Listen, yourself. I, uh, unless somebody's going to teach me from Lowe's, I cannot build a sauna by myself. I have no idea how to build a sauna. Trip. Instructions, Jason. You're great at reading instructions. On Lego sets. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. That does not mean I can build a sauna, Travis. We're talking about fire. This guy's going to blow himself up. Just recipe for disaster. Before we get to the rest of the show, reminder that this special draft episode was brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Home of the All-American Burger. All right. Now, for a limited time at B-Dubs, you can order any of their five amazing double-stacked, smashed, and seared burgers. And just for one buck Mm. extra, you get six boneless wings, baby. Mm. Pick a sauce, any sauce. Jason, what's your uh, go-to wing sauce, man? Do you like them spicy? Yeah. No, I mean, I like them spicy. I like them sweet. I like them tangy. I Mm. like them sour. 
Not right now. I like them any way you're giving them to me. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, don't sleep on B-Dub's burgers or this deal. Don't you dare. Wake up. Huh? Sorry. Guys, it's officially here. It's off season. And that's why I'm about to talk to you about AG1 by Athletic Greens. I take it every single day. What? Every day? That's right. You guys probably didn't expect Snorlax to be a big greens guy, did you? (laughs) Little do you know, Travis, that's all Snorlax eats. He's an herbivore. Travis, this is way more than basic greens. It's like nine products in one. Just one serving of Athletic Greens covers all my nutritional basis and long-term gut health. With over 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source, high-quality ingredients just for you. Well, if you're listening to this show and are also trying to get back into playing shape like us two, you're in luck because Athletic Greens is giving you guys an incredible deal with five free travel packs and one year supply of vitamin D. Like Travis just said, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. This is their best offer yet, and you can only get it at athleticgreens.com slash newheights. That's athleticgreens.com slash newheights. So we're down to our last pair of live show tickets. That's right. We only got one pair left. Thanks again to everyone who applied, sent things in, reached out. All right now. We'll have to book Arrowhead the next time we're in Kansas City with how many people reached <laughs> out for these tickets. All right now. Our final pair of tickets goes to Chad Geyer, who actually sent us a video while he was in the hospital, which is wild. But all the more reason he is in the 1% of the 92%. Mm. Let's check out this video from Chad. Okay, New Heights. I'm using the sympathy card here, just in the hospital after getting a tumor cut out of my pancreas for cancer. If you don't give it to me, you guys are going to look really, really bad. So I would recommend that you send me a couple of tickets to go to your show. I love listening to you. You crack me up. It's a blast. Super Chiefs fan, but let your conscience be your guide. Thank you. Chad, sorry to hear about your cancer, but congratulations. You are going to the live show. Let's go. Hell yeah. We'll see you there, brother. Yeah. Hope everything went well with the pancreatic uh, tumor removal. And um, if it didn't, uh, I don't even want to go there. God damn it, Jason. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing, man? <laughs> this is why we can't go live. <laughs> I can't be a part of this. I can't be a part of this. Chad would think it's funny. Shout out to Chad. Yeah, Chad, congratulations, like big guy. guy. Can't wait to see you up at the uh, Kansas City Music Hall in our first live show, baby. There's um, no way we can say no to you. And shout out to the 92 percenters. We appreciate everybody sending in uh, hey, all the requests, man. We wish we could have everybody show up. But, um, yeah, you know what? Sometimes you snooze, you lose, and then you can get another chance next time if we uh, don't. Fuck it up. So let's tee up some 12 bold topics about the NFL draft. We are days away from the 2023 NFL draft. And today we thought we'd focus more on the later round of the draft. Since uh, last week, we heard about what it's like to be a first rounder from Cincinnati's own Sauce Gardner. Let's start this off with a uh, a question about uh, higher draft picks versus lower draft picks. Okay. Do you think higher draft picks stick around longer or, uh, or lower? That is in the league, in the league. What is, the, what like is who has higher, longer careers? What's higher, higher means higher means uh, first round, first second round, round. Yeah. or second and third included. Ooh, the middle rounds. Mm. Do you think the middle rounds are the the ones that stick around the longest? No, I think first rounds are the ones that stick around. Yeah, it's, but it's it's skewed. If like if you went round by round, it'd be first round. But if you lump other rounds together, then it, it's just a numbers game, right? Because there's way more people in those later rounds so they end up playing a long time but i still think it's by far the first round has the the longer careers on average yeah no i mean that makes sense usually the uh, the scouts aren't too too far off about those guys in the first round knowing that they're going to be making millions how hard is it to make a roster as a uh, as a later round pick you would know man um to make the roster I don't think it's that hard. Okay. Once you've been picked, I feel like the team has made an investment. I would say the majority of the time, the draft picks make the roster for at least the first year. Interesting. Making it to a second contract is very hard. I would say the vast majority of late round picks 
do not make it to a second contract, but make the roster for a year or two most mm-hmm. of the time. Would you say it's accurate in yeah, the case with the no. Chiefs? I hear you. Who's the highest draft pick you've ever seen get cut the first first year? First year? I, yeah, Man. first year. Have you guys ever just cut I don't a draft know. pick? No. Um we've had I remember, some I remember one. We've had some that were not around the year after for high picks. You're talking about like first, second, third round guys, right? No, I'm just talking about period. A draft pick that did not like what's the highest draft pick? That, that, got, you know that didn't make that the team year, that year. That I don't. Year I'd be lying drafted. to you. I can't even remember off the top of my head. I yeah. don't know. Maybe a fourth rounder. I think the high, yeah, I had. I a, mean, I think it was a fifth rounder. Yeah, Kansas City was the highest, but it's I, I, like you said though. Once a team drafts like you, there fourth round out of my yeah. I, the only the only reason why this guy got snipped was because we went out and got a fullback, and the fullback there's only one fullback. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's not like there's a depth chart of fullbacks. Yep. You only got one fullback. He's usually on the depth chart of the tight ends as well. It's just kind of one of those positions where uh, yeah. everybody's fighting for one position where typically right. um, you can find a role in every other position on the field, um, yep. whether it's a backup QB, a backup wide receiver, tight end, O-lineman, you name it. You can find a role on the team. But uh, fullback's one of those unique uh, positions like a punter, like a kicker. Um, where there's only sure. one guy, like a long snapper, there's only one guy that you keep on the roster for that position. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we went out and got a really good one at Anthony Sherman and drafted a guy. Sherm! Well, so. Yeah, big Sherm, the fire hydrant. There you um, go. The sausage. Don't get me wrong. You're not guaranteed to make the contract as a, or to make the roster as a seventh or sixth round pick. Right. There are plenty of guys that don't make the roster, but – I would say the majority of those guys make the roster the first year. They're Maybe at least I'm wrong. Get another chance to develop and play, be on the practice squad type stuff. Um, and, and I do think part of it is even just straight political. Like to be honest, like GMs and scout, like all those guys get evaluated on how well how well they draft. So they're always going to give the nod to draft picks at least for a short term time period to see if they pan out. But what do you think about? Uh, the thoughts on the league switching the rookie wage uh, scale about four years ago when they when they flipped it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really – I'm not too opinionated on that. I know that there were a lot of veteran players, I guess, that were upset that rookies were earning more money than them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, Without proving themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't really bother me that much because I feel like those guys proved themselves in college and teams are high enough on them to give them that money. So More power to them. Yeah, I mean, that's – in general – you know, I, I I like the salary cap because it makes things fair, but I, I don't know that I'm in favor of limiting the value of rookies. I feel like they've earned that value to a certain extent coming out of college, but whatever. No, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah. If you could change one thing about the draft process, what would it be? What would I change about the draft process? I wouldn't really – I think the draft process is fine. The best way to protect the draft – is to go to the European model of relegation. Like whether it's NFL or NBA basketball, (laughs) like a certain amount of teams get relegated to another league and other teams that did really, really well get bumped up. I love it, man. What would be the, uh, the secondary league? Would it be Canada or would it just be a combination of all the the other teams? Would it be like a lie? Would it be XFL? I was thinking XFL. I was thinking XFL. I was thinking XFL. Maybe they would have a – the winners of those leagues would all have a play-in tournament, and the winner of that would get into the NFL. The NFL's missing out on buku bucks here, man. Buku well, bucks. I don't think they're missing out on any bucks. That's why they don't do it. But I think uh, it would for sure protect teams from tanking and uh, just trying to get the best draft pick. Man, that would be so If you want to protect the draft – that's how you protect the draft. All right. Well, that, that about does it uh, for the uh, 12 bold topics that were only one topic today. Let's get to this Brock <laughs> Purdy segment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, that you all have been waiting for. Pretty good. 
Pretty good. All righty, it's time to welcome our guest. He is a 6'1 cornerback out of Gilbert, Arizona. Right now. He is a two-time first-team All-Big 12 out of Iowa State. You, runner-up for the A runner-up for the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, and he's the only quarterback to beat Tom Brady in his first Man. career NFL start. You beat Tom Brady? How about that? Our next guest is the one and only Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Brock Purdy. Pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. You took the NFL by storm, dude. Absolutely just amplified every dude. You made the 49ers so fucking fun to watch, man. When you when you got back there, bro. Was, yeah. Um, I'm happy as hell. It means a lot. It was a man. team effort last year, no doubt. But got to get system out here. And I'm uh, grateful to be here, man. That's awesome. Well, we gotta. I gotta ask. Obviously, this is the last episode we'll have coming out before the draft, and I mean, you're Mister Irrelevant. We get. What's it like? What's the draft story yeah, like? I for mean, you? obviously, I didn't. I didn't think I was going. You know, the first day or two, um, it was really you know day three, and for me, it was like, where am I going to be at? Yeah. Um, I didn't really care how I got there. I just wanted to get there and have an opportunity. And so, um, you know, man, just waiting all day for a call. Um, you know, the Niners had called me, you know, before the seventh round and told me, Hey, uh, we got one more pick. And so, uh, I went on my phone, Googled it and I saw it was the last pick and I was like, Oh man, I'm about to be Mr. Irrelevant. So <laughs> are you proud of that title? You know, at first I was like, you know, I don't care, man. I just want to get my name called, you know, family's here. Um, and then have an opportunity to play for sure. Now, man, oh, yeah, yeah, I wear it with honor now. It was all fun and games at first, but it's uh, it's it's good looking back on it, man. It's, it's a good story. From Mister Irrelevant to Mister Relevant, baby. Do all the Mister Irrelevants like reach out to each other and like have <laughs> like a, a text a going text or something? Or you, me. Did, yeah, Grant Stewart hit me did up. Did you get any shouts from anybody? A, uh, or Ryan Sukup after the game, we talked a little <laughs> bit, but some Mister Irrelevant love, so it's a thing. I love it. Yeah, I guess. Hold on, I was going to ask a question that wasn't on the rundown. After you guys were talking, I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> Sorry, Brock. I get I've gotten hit in the head a lot over 13 years. <laughs> Um, what did you know you were going to San Fran? Like, obviously they called you ahead of time, uh, to let you know in the seventh round, but did you have a good idea that San Fran was going to be one of the teams that you were going to end up at? I mean, you know, you go through the process, y'all know how it is. You do all these interviews and stuff. And so, um, I thought I had a good one with, you know, San Francisco, Clay Kubiak, Brian Greasy, the quarterback coaches and. Um, I think going into the draft, I was like, if anybody could take me, the Niners were definitely one of those teams. But, uh, you know, going into day three, they called me the before the day even started. And I was like, all right, so I'm waiting, you know, all day, like, please get a call from the Niners. And then they called me before the seventh round. And then that's when they yeah. had told me all that stuff. But so, yeah. What, um, how many official visits did you take to other organizations? No, I had, I had none. I just did a bunch of Zoom interviews and stuff. So, yeah, man, none. I only had three, if it makes you feel – I had almost nothing either. I was a day three guy as well. I was a big red flag guy, so I had a few. <laughs> I had a few and uh, <laughs> had to clear up some questions. <laughs> is being a day three guy – I know the Mr. Relevant thing is great, but do you use that as motivation? Is that like a chip on your shoulder or is it just like a blessing that you even got an opportunity? How do you view it? Yeah, man, I'm just – I have more, I have more like the, the grateful, you know, mindset and view of it, not – you know, I'm going to write down all the quarterbacks names that were taken before me and remember, you know, like that's that works. for some, Yeah, that works for some guys. Do you remember all the quarterbacks? I mean, I know a couple of them. You really don't remember all, all the quarterbacks? Them, but, you know, man, yeah, I just look at it as an opportunity, man. I, it's, a, it's a dream as a kid sure. to see your name on TV, you know, get called in the draft and then to be able to go to camp and make a name for yourself. Like that's all I could ever ask for. So I got to say you're one of the most uh, mature like the way you answer questions, I'm not just saying this because you're on here. Like I remember when we were getting ready to play you. I remember watching you as you were playing during the season. I think the way you answer questions, the way you conduct yourself, the way you hold yourself, especially moxie, as a man. quarterback and the leader, mm-hmm. man, it's a it's a confidence, but it's also a humble like vibe that I think is important at that position. Have you always had that? Is that something that you've had since you were in high school? I don't know. Where's that come from? You think? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's my dad, you know, my faith. Um, it's all the stuff growing up. It's like, man, you're a part of something that's bigger than yourself. You know, it's not all about you. And so I, I don't know, I sort of have that kind of mindset going into yeah. every sport that I've played, baseball, football. Um, you get to college. I went to Iowa State. You know, it's not the most glamorous 
you know, uh, school to play football at. But, you know, for me, it was like, how can I go make a name for my team, not just for myself, you know? So um, sort of just have that mindset. And, and when you step on the field, man, it's like it's time to ball, you know? You don't really got to run your mouth. I mean, some guys do it, but for me, it's it's not who I am. I just like to do my job, win games. and Yeah. Nah. You don't talk any trash? You ain't out what there. Talking? Talking trash nah, like to you you, you got to say man. something it's back. Like I'm the you little just... small little white guy, like saying nice things on the field, just... you know. I don't got that mean bone, you <laughs> yeah. know. But yeah, Do you get fired up when guys are talking trash? Do you think when people talk trash to you, it makes you play better or worse? Because there's, I feel like you'll go either one of two ways. I feel like I always get better when I, when I, people talk trash to me or when I start getting into it. I feel like for some reason it gets the adrenaline going. Yeah. No, honestly, I like it in a sense where, because you know, you're doing something right, you know, like they're talking trash for a reason, trying to get in your head because you're balling or you're doing something right. Exactly. So, um, I sort of take it and I laugh at exactly. a lot of them, man. I think it's funny. Just it's good stories to tell guys on the sideline, but for the most part, yeah, it gives you some, <laughs> something to play for. <laughs> Time out. I got to ask, since you just said that though, are there any good, what's the best thing that just made you laugh? Somebody talking trash to you in the, in the NFL? Or college, whenever. I mean, I think it was I think it was a playoff game this year, uh, Seahawks, and I scrambled and I went left and I, I did a little like stutter step, uh, like a high step. I got the first down, ran out of bounds, and the, the Seahawks linebacker was like, you know, just cussing me out, telling me like, dude, you're white, like you can't high step me, like stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, hey, like I don't know. It sort of gets my team going. I could do some stuff like that to scramble and make plays but i don't know that was, yeah. that was a funny story had so. to hit him with the hezzy baby i mean trav has been doing that for years too you can do that you, it don't matter what color come you're on now come yeah. on now that's it you're out there having fun <laughs> balling it is what it is baby <laughs> what were you doing on draft day were you where were you at you you said you were with your family yeah yeah i was just back home in arizona with the family just sort of waiting seeing what would happen um didn't have a party or anything like that we just kept it low-key and then when my name got called we had some family friends come over but it was a it was a good time, man. That had to be exciting yeah. going to one of the best teams in the league, man. The the type of weapons that you have yeah. there, that had to be pretty motivating. That uh, that you're going somewhere where it's a winning culture. I came into the league with a two and two and fourteen season uh, that the Chiefs had before, so I was I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But I was lucky. Uh, we had Alex Smith and uh, Coach Andy Reid to to keep us on track. But last year you were um. You were one of the biggest storylines of the entire league. And everybody, you know, because of how you conduct yourself, like Jason was just saying, man, everybody kind of gravitated and, and 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 got on the bandwagon of, of Brock Purdy, man. Uh, Jimmy G goes down in the first quarter against the Dolphins in week 13. And I feel like it, it, it was probably better that it happened later in the year. You kind of get your bearings of the season and everything like that. But what was going through your mind when all that happened? Like uh, you're you're always only one play away. From uh, from getting into the game, but when that happens, I mean, was it? Were you nervous? Were you were you shitting bricks? What were you, what were you doing, dog? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was in tune to the whole game or the first drive. You know, Jimmy's moving down the field, doing great, and uh, you know, he goes down, sort of shaking up, and so I'm on the sideline. They're like, "Hey, Jimmy's, you know, out for this drive. You, you got to go in." So I'm like, "All right, I just gotta go in for this drive, do my thing, get Jimmy all right, and then have him come back in." But for me, it was like, you know, I just got to do my part, you know, make the right checks, make the right throws. And then uh, after that series, I said, hey, he's yeah. he's out. And so then I'm like, OK, like, you know, I got to I got to find a way to win this game and not by doing something crazy or anything, but just do my job, man. And uh, do what they've coached and and just made plays from there. Yeah. Um, you know, that's funny that they, they just all out blitz the rest of the game, you know, thinking it's a rookie quarterback. So. I was all right, sweet. You know, they bring the pressure, get the it's ball crazy. to Kittle yeah, and all the guys and it. have them make plays. But, um, yeah, I didn't want to make it more than what yep. it was, man. Shanahan system, man, it's uh, such a great system. Just, you know, got great run balance and, and, and pass game. So, yeah. like, all I got to do is do everything we've been doing at practice, go in and, and play football. So Yeah, I wanted to ask you that because, obviously, I mean, Shanahan system is, like, the hot thing in the NFL. Everybody's trying to go to it, implement different pieces and parts of it. But you in college, you guys were like an air raid offense, right? At Iowa State, yeah. like it was like five wide yeah. bombs over Baghdad, if I'm not mistaken. What was that like going from an offense like that to the Shanahan offense? Yeah, I mean, 
just coming like I mean it's it's pro style man you get you go, you're going to center a lot more you got a lot of play play action pass uh the run game ties with the pass game and it sets things up and to me man as a quarterback I love it you know in college you're in, you're in shotgun you're signaling plays in um yeah. you know defenses can pick signals and they know sort of what's coming uh but here man it's like it's a chess match and and yep. these guys have been doing it forever he comes from a legendary father mm-hmm. who won the Absolutely. Super Bowl with you know the Broncos and it's like you know, to be able to learn from a guy like that and just have my eyes get open to what real football is, you know, it's it's a blessing. So I, I love playing quarterback in the system. Hell yeah. Is he in like the quarterback room, Kyle? Yeah. You know yeah, it. he's yeah, he's leading everything. We're reviewing practice, going over everything. So it's a it's a blessing, man, having him break down everything for us. That's awesome, man. What um going back to that game, after after that game, what was the biggest difference that you noticed right away from from college to the pros? Um, you talking about the Dolphins game or Yeah, or just after this in the your first year in it, I should say. Yeah. I mean, just the mental part, man. You know, college, you got, you know, guys, you're playing Texas, Oklahoma, these schools that got big dudes, they're fast, you know, they're tall and all that kind of thing. That's the same thing in the NFL across the board. But, you know, I think the mental part, the preparation, walking up to the line with two plays on, you know, like almost every play yeah. and getting into the right play. And then, all right, you're in the right play. Now what are my matchups? Yeah. What's the cover? Like all that stuff, you know, now is is in effect. And so um, I think those are all things that, you know, definitely separate guys from, you know, being average to being great, you know. So, um, I mean, you know how it is. But. The mental aspect, baby, you already know. I want to I want to I want to talk about um your teammates man which uh, which teammates were were pro- were probably the the most helpful throughout it all Yeah man um I mean Trey Trey for sure Trey Lance him going down in the season then being in every meeting you know helping uh Jimmy and then myself you know when I got in man Trey was right there um just with everything just advice and I couldn't appreciate it more um and then George awesome, Kittle man, man uh G yeah. I was hoping you were you going to say G Kittle, man. Oh, he's awesome, man. Just, I'm a serious guy. I like to, you know, you know, make sure I'm doing my thing. I don't want to mess up, you know, for my teammates, man. So I'm all, you know, serious and whatnot. But Kittle just brings so much joy, man, of, of playing the game. Yeah. Like, you're playing in the NFL. You get to, yeah, man, you get to have fun with it, you know. Dude, he's it's looking infectious. at sky cams and stuff during the game. I'm like, dude, come on. But he's like, he's just got a good perspective. Yeah, he's got a good perspective First on all the joint where you're at, so I'll always be appreciative of uh, George. I love it, man. Did he did he actually come up to you in the uh, NFC Championship game and ask you if you could throw left-handed? Yeah, man. Dude, he wanted to win. Uh, and he was like, dude, throw with your left hand. And I'm like, I can't, man. I wish. Yeah. So. <laughs> I got to ask, what? Is, how'd that feel? I, I, I mean, I, I don't even – I know the answer to that. That's a stupid question. Man, that was frustrating. It was frustrating for us, honestly. I mean, nobody, it was great that we were winning that, the game, man. but you never want to see a team yeah. like that in that like position. Obviously, losing you was hard enough. Then losing your next quarterback, yeah. then you're in there playing, and we know you can't throw the ball. Yeah. What? I don't know, man. I just it's feeling for you guys. Do you think if your UCL is intact, you guys beat us? I got to ask you. I have to know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I go into every game thinking, right? Like that's that's the answer. We're gonna win this game, so. <laughs> i'll leave it at that but yeah i mean i was just hurt more for the older guys man you know like yeah like trent williams eric armstead george like those guys that have been in it for so long they put everything in and then to have some you know like that go down i mean it's it's out of our control and everything that's part of the game so there's no excuses to it but um yeah it is what it is how are you doing right now with the uco doing good man just taking it one day at a time doing the rehab you know Obviously, I can work out and do all that with my body and stuff. It's just, you know, my arm got to get it right. So, it's going good, though. Dude, I've, I've torn my UCL twice on my elbow. Damn. Luckily, I don't play quarterback. So, they don't even fix it. I don't know if you know that. Unless you Does this have anything actually to have do to throw with it. with your snaps? No, I just suck at snapping. <laughs> That's, that has nothing to do. I wish I could blame it on that. It's actually my left elbow, not my right. Uh, but oh, never mind. Anyways, yeah, not a fun injury. But you had a great year. Um, it was a joy watching you. We got to talk about this though. Your partnership with B Dubs. Yeah, man. We got to get to it. How did that come about? How how did how did Brock Purdy become sponsored with BW threes? Yeah, I mean, just going into last year, you know, having confidence in in myself, um, being able to play in the NFL, I just felt like I was slept on, uh, which is all good. But it's the same thing with Buffalo Wild Wings and their burgers, man. They're, yeah. they're slept on. They're a wing place. 
but them burgers are slept on. <laughs> Woo! Let's go! Look at him! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's good shit right there. A big part of the partnership is focused on burgers, though. Are you a big burger guy? Are you burgers for swings? Which one are you going for? I mean, yeah, burgers for sure. I love having wings on the side. So, I mean, if you go to B-Dubs, man, you can get a burger and six boneless wings for just a dollar. So, make sure you go over to B-Dubs and get that going. Hey! All right, little combo. Little combo. I'm not going to That was actually Travis's uh, order right there. I got that barbecue bacon burger with the fries. Get some – what was my – my go-to wings were – Honey barbecue and um, yep. Parmesan garlic. Yeah, those are two good flavors. Cracking every single time. Did you have you guys ever tried the atomic wings? No, I tried it one time because Jason decided to put it on my wings that I had left over in the fridge. When I tell you, I did that. There's nothing more frustrating than heating up some wings in the fridge and just getting your entire mouth set on That's fire. Right, <laughs> like you think you're, you I think you're eating that. something actually, real I'm mild. Sorry, you're that. thinking you're eating something real mild and uh, you're getting a freaking prank pulled on you because <laughs> your brother's just a fucking asshole and uh, wants to just ruin your day. Yeah. Sorry about that. I apologize. Honestly, I, I just wasn't expecting it. And uh, did I'm you do well? I don't remember me. this. Did you, how'd you handle it? I'm still scarred. I don't, I don't <laughs> eat leftovers anymore. <laughs> Are boneless wings actually wings? I think so. No chance. They're chicken nuggets. I am, I am going to be on this campaign, Buffalo Wild Wings. Boneless wings are just chicken nuggets. I don't, I mean, listen, they're delicious. I'm not saying they're not good, but it's clever marketing, guys. It's clever marketing, but that is not a wing. A wing has to have bones. Have you ever seen a chicken with boneless wings? No. I feel you. I feel you, but dude, yeah. I just can't. I can't say that right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy into it, Brock. Don't buy into it, Brock. Do you think? Uh, do you think you get this partnership if you weren't the the last pick in the draft? You think that that helped build the storyline and everything like that? I think, yeah, no, that's a big reason why we're we're partners now, man. Yeah, it's a big reason for sure. Slept on. You think so? You don't think you dominating as a rookie and playing and almost leading your team to a Super Bowl wasn't a big part of why you're sponsored by BW threes? I think either way, you know, uh, just the fact that. The burgers are slept on and, you know, being the last draft pick, it just correlates well. I don't know about going to the Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if I would have got the deal. So, Well, I'm just saying. You you were you were, you were close and yeah. you didn't get the chance to prove it. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I'll, I'll stop asking you about uh, boneless wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the lemon pepper and teriyaki, man. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. teriyaki. Yeah. That's old. That that's real old school. That is nice. You uh you you dipping those wings in ranch or blue cheese? Ranch for sure. Ranch? Oh come on, <laughs> Brock! No, you gotta go with the blue cheese. Nah, dude, just keep it simple, man. No, you gotta go with the blue cheese. Nah, I think that might be an Ohio thing, man. I'm like Arizona. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a fat guy thing. I, I think that's. Uh, what that, I think when you're an offensive lineman, you just dip things. I don't in put cheese. salad dressing on my wings, so I'll let, I'll let you guys have both of those. You don't do either. No, I just enjoy the sauce, Jason. Respect. Really? Yeah. No. Wow. I, Are you a dry rub or a sauce guy? Yeah, I'm. I, I like dry rub, honestly. Yeah. 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 Lemon pepper dry rub. What about you, Trev? I'm dry, I'm dry rub for the most part. I'm dry rub for the most part, but I will. You're dry rub like with no sauce. I like a good barbecue sauce, though. What you, you, that's like, dude, it's, it's too dry. You go dry rub and no dipping sauce? What do you? Um, Jason, I don't know if you've ever had BW3 or Buffalo Wild Wings, okay? I the know wings what this are is. not dry. You don't like, now I know this. You don't like white condiments. I forgot <laughs> about this. That's why you don't like ranch or blue cheese. I forgot about this. Ed Kelsey, our father, ruined any type of white sauce for me as a kid. He used to get the gallon of blue cheese, the half gallon yeah. bucket of blue cheese, and set it right in front of him and just get 20 wings and just be in there dipping the wings like it was a chip. And uh, I don't know. It just ruined me as a kid. So now I can't do any white sauces. It didn't ruin me. I'm all about it. <laughs> well, I'm Ed Kelsey 2.0, I guess. <laughs> Last segment, brother. This is called You Don't Have to Answer, But We Have to Ask. Got it. You ready for this? First question. Yes. Have you learned to throw lefty this offseason? Oh, uh, that's all. I, yeah, man. I was telling all the guys, we just got back today for phase one of OTAs. And- what? what? You've been, you've been throwing in the backyard. 
Yeah, just throwing the ball lefty, just Can't around the house and stuff. Again. And yeah, got to be ready for anything at this point. So that's awesome. How to feel beating Brady? I've never got him in the playoffs. Um, got him once or twice in the regular season, but uh, the only player I think with an undefeated record against him. What was man, it like to, um, to to beat Tom Brady? I don't know, man. It was just a dream. Did he come up to you after the game too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a dream, man. Just seeing him after and, you know, obviously we won, which was special, but just seeing him after and being able to dap him up, I was like standing there looking at him because he's talking to some players. I'm like, this can't be real. So, I mean, that's just what it felt like. It felt like a dream. That's cool as hell, man. Before we ask some more of these questions, I got to ask you, what, was your, what were your quarterbacks that you emulated your game after – coming out of college when you were drafted? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Drew Brees, just obviously our stature and, uh, you know, him being quick with his footwork and his release and his yeah. decisive, you know, decision-making. And I, I loved all of that. So Drew Brees was probably one of the biggest for sure. And then... And he's got some of the best pump-up yeah, pregame speeches you will ever hear. Yeah. A dude gets the juices going, baby. You out here giving speeches before games? You breaking down huddles and getting everybody fired up or what? Every once in a while here, but I mean, dude, Fred Warner, this that's his like this is his team. So like it don't matter how good you're doing at quarterback, man. That's Fred Fred's breaking it I down. See it. Have you ever met Drew? Have you ever talked to him? Yeah, I met him actually this offseason. He's awesome. Oh, he's a great dude, man. I've heard nothing but unbelievable things. I remember a former teammate of ours was a teammate with him and just talked about his preparation and the amount of time he put in, his whole schedule and everything. It's like Unbelievable. Obviously, you always have respect for the player, but when you hear kind of how he does it, his process, how much time yeah. he puts in, it always makes it mean that much more. Um, Who's uh, sorry? You can get back to this segment. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, nah, I, I wanted to hear all that too. Easier target for a screw it, he's down there somewhere. Throw Kittle, C CMC, or Debo. Dude, Who are you going with? I, I probably go Debo because I don't know, man. Debo, you throw the ball, the balls. Ball sticks to him, man. The ball just sticks to Debo. Debo. It's hard Debo. to explain. I mean, George, <laughs> I love George, and he's a big frame, and I know I can, I can trust him. But you know, George likes to use his chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He likes to get that thing to. The, he just wants it to get here so he can tuck it faster, so he can take off, man. He's elite, man. Now he's elite. But yeah, I'm. I like Debo. Are you? Uh, are you tired of the purdy puns? A little bit. It's all good though. <laughs> You you had to have been getting them all all your fucking life, man. We might have made a couple. I think we did one right at the beginning of the show. Do you have any advice to this year's Mister Irrelevant? Man, yeah, I mean, the term yeah doesn't define you. You know, um, I feel like you just you got an opportunity, man. Go make the most of it, just like anybody else. It's it's a it's a shot. You know, you get a shot, so. Go make the most of it. I got to ask you another question. It's not on this, but uh, were you with Dave Andrews at Iowa State? I was, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of Big Dave? Yeah, man. He was, uh, he was a man. You know, he Shout, got out right. Shout out um, to Dave. Shout out to Dave Andrews. Just everything. I learned so much about tendon health and all that kind of stuff. You know, as a strength coach, like, um, he broke everything down. He's the man. He was, real, he was real with us, and I'll always appreciate Coach Dave. He's a real one. And then uh, you there with uh, Tyler Scudder, too, for a year or two, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, Scud, yep, yes, sir. Yeah, Scud, baby. For all of you that uh, that don't know, Dave Andrews was with me and Jason uh, our first couple years at the University of Cincinnati. Well, actually, he might have been there all years that Jason was there, just switched over to basketball. Well, he was – yeah, he switched over to basketball, but I would sneak off and train with Dave all the time. Oh, yeah. He'd always call me pencil neck, and then I felt, That's like, right. obligated to go in there and do some manual neck with him. <laughs> he's good for he's good for that a few times. <laughs> He'll call you out. You got to love it, man. I think that that's it, Brock. We don't have. Do you have any questions for us? Do you have anything? So, like, just yeah. How is it, man? Having your brother play in the NFL. I know you guys have got that asked a million times, but how is it? First of all, do you have any brothers or coming down the pipeline? Yeah, I, get, I got a younger brother at Nebraska. Is he playing right now? Yeah, he's a quarterback. What year is he? He's got. He's a junior this year. Who just? What's the new coach in Nebraska? Uh, Carolina coach, right? Yeah, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Thank you. Um, well, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, I, I don't really – so, obviously, we played against each other all growing up, played with each other all growing up, played with each other at college. So, you know, we were competing against each other our whole lives. And, um, you know, we like – I know for a fact I'm a better football player, a better athlete, and a better person because of Trav. And to be able to play now for this long as we both play in the league – um, to be drafted by the same guy in Andy Reid, 
um, it's just really cool when, you know, you, you, you get to share that with somebody and, uh, especially when it's somebody as close as Trav and I are, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a big level of pride, uh, even when he beat you in the Super Bowl, which, uh, sucked, but, um, you know, you still got to be happy for your brother on some level. So, um, yeah, that's what I think. Trav, what do you think? Couldn't have said it any better, man. I, um, the best part, the best part is obviously you get to, you get to show, um, your family off, right? Like not everybody gets to be able to show their, their family to the world, man. And, uh, especially at, uh, at the sports level that we are, man, it's, um, it's just a dope feeling, man. And uh, hopefully, hopefully your little brother gets it going, man. Shout out to all the little brothers out there trying to follow the trail of the older brothers. I, I remember it for my entire life. He started playing hockey. I started playing hockey. He started playing lacrosse. You name it. Every single sport and football came around. Um, I only played because Jason played, man. And it's uh, it's cool to be here and uh, and at the at the peak of both of our games and doing it right, man. So. But yeah, it's just a fun thing, man. It's 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 a blast, man. Hopefully you can uh the Purdy family can experience it too someday. Yes, sir. That's awesome. I gotta say one other thing outside of us. What's really cool too is uh just our entire hometown. Like there's so many coaches and people that helped us become better athletes and formed us into what we are as people. And uh that was one of the things that I think both of us really enjoyed about the Super Bowl was it ended up just being a great moment for a lot of people in our hometown that, you know, had either a big impact in coaching us, playing with us, going to class with us. Like it was, it was really special. And we are so grateful to a lot of the people that are, are, were in our community and are still there today, helping kids out, whether it's in school, in sports, in music, you know, whatever it is. So, um, yeah. Anyways, that's, that's all I got. The other thing we did a lot besides play sports and go to music is we ate a lot of wings. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings a lot, <laughs> we did. as Travis just said. So, um, Brock, I can't thank you for uh, coming on enough. That wraps up the second part of the NFL Draft episode preview. Um, thanks for tuning in. Can't thank Brock Purdy enough, like I just said. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube to wherever you get uh, to, to this channel so you can follow us whenever videos are released. Listen and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, yeah, make sure you're uh, watching out for the live show in Kansas City at the Kansas City Music Hall next week. We're going live, baby. We are going live. Dude, I don't know how that's going to go. Wish us luck. All right. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) Don't forget for a limited time, order any B-Dubs burger and get six boneless wings for just $1. Or chicken nuggets, as Jason would say. Follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S for fun clips throughout the week. And uh, thanks to our production and crew. And thank you to the 92 percenters for always tuning in, baby. Brock, I appreciate you, dog. Get that get that thing right, man, and go out there and keep winning fucking ball games, bro. Love watching you, man. Appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. Congratulations on a great rookie year, Brock. Thank you.